1: it's wednesday albuquerque welcome to the program yes Hump day Uh, i was almost late to the rejoin or i guess the original join the o the oj join the uh, original join i was watching travis kelsey hype videos from the parade today in kansas city why would you do that he cutting promos on the entire city of kansas city i'm watching him cut promos he gets up there and he says, at WrestleMania 33, <laughs> he holds the microphone up like, like yeah. yeah,
2: ready. Okay, so tell me you're trying to be gronk by not telling me you're trying to be like gronk. Oh, no, he's trying to be like gronk. He grunk. wants to be gronk. Bad. So you know what that means?
1: He's going to end up being gronk.
2: He's, he's going to be at WrestleMania. Oh, oh
1: my bro, God. So am I. Right? That's what's going to happen. You give Travis Kelsey the mic at a Super Bowl parade, and he's like, Chase Kingdom! (laughs) And he's doing the rock promos and all that. Yeah, yeah. Can you smell? Yeah.
2: What Andy Reid cooked. (laughs) So, what's going to happen is we're going to find out that he has a best friend that he's going to put into the company just like Gronk did. Oh, Mojo Raleigh? Mojo Raleigh. And it's just gonna be a whole Gronk Jr. thing.
1: There's a third Kelsey that no one oh, knows about. Oh, there we go. That that's that's yeah.
2: that's a good one.
1: And we're at WrestleMania and he's wrestling. He's like he it's like the scraps of the bloodline. <laughs> and then Michael Cole's like, Oh, and here comes Travis Kelsey with a steel chair. This title parade was insane. They shut down schools, they shut down gas stations, you couldn't get gas in Kansas City.
2: I'm afraid to to see what that really looked like. I haven't seen any of that because if it was anything like the official Chiefs bar that we went to, oh my god, in Scottsdale, and you multiply that by whatever, yeah, that that's a lot.
1: Patty Mahomes was legit wearing a WWE championship belt that I've, they sent him. I've seen the, that with the Chiefs logo on the side, the little oh. arrow thing. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that thing's
2: fire. All right, they're gonna be at WrestleMania.
1: All right, hold up. Just thought of something. We need a WWE championship belt and we need it to have two men on little side plates. But see, here's
2: the thing. You can't do the replica one. You gotta do the real one.
1: Yeah, yeah, drops a coin on those. What do they cost? Five hundred bucks? I think that's on the low end. Oh shoot. Okay. <laughs> I think that's on the low end. Five oh five two four six zero six ten. Sports Animal Hotline. Welcome to the program. I'm Fred Slow, alongside me, Robert Gibson. Yes. Van's not here. Okay, so Van's not here. Van was perfectly fine and healthy and functioning the entire time we're at the Super Bowl, the entire time we're at the Royal Rumble, the week that I'm off. But now, all of a sudden, he's got a sick day. Oh, okay. Figure that out. Okay, let's
2: just call it what it is. Van has the feeblest immune system.
1: Because you don't eat meat.
2: Oh, you stole it. That's what I was going to tell you. (laughs) The protection that Meek
1: gives you, he does not have. The veil is very thin. I was not able to answer all the calls and all the outreach. Remember we had Colin Deaver on the program yesterday? Mm, yeah. That was a good – you were not here for that. You you had the day off. We'll talk about you at some point, not this point. Colin Deaver joined us yesterday. He's from KTSM down there in El Paso, and he kind of had the breaking tweet on Greg Heyer. He kind of had – well not kind of. I mean he was all over Sports Center today. He was he was that dude. You know what I mean? He's the guy talking about it. Um, your boys had him first and the listener base was happy to hear that. Also, if you did not hear that, find us on Spotify, find us on iTunes, find us wherever we download your podcast, uh, right there. The podcast titled The Day NMSU Died. Like just click play. Oh. Hey, we love it if you listen to the whole show. If you miss some of it, you don't skip right to the very end. That final fifteen minutes uh, that is us sitting down with Colin and having that conversation. Uh, so new friend of the show. But, um, I mean, brought the heat on it. A lot of heat on New Mexico State moving on from their head basketball coach, which um, good. Good. That's the best way to put it. <sighs> Eagles lost our offensive and defensive coordinators. We'll talk about that a little bit today. Chiefs did not. Chiefs good. They're going to keep it all together. They should. You want to do the way too early prediction? Let me hear it. Chiefs? Bills? I mean, that's it. That's what it'll be next year. <laughs> what else can it be? No, 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 no. You put an L.A.
2: in there? This is the greatest thing about the NFL. Okay. It's always the team you did not think. Nobody was picking the Eagles like that. Nobody. It's always going to be at least one of the teams that you never thought was going to be there. I can't put my team there because they're the same division as the Chiefs. Your team's the Los Angeles Super Chargers. Yeah, I can't put the Chargers in there.
1: No, they ain't that. They're not the business. They want to be the business. All these teams want to be the business. The Arizona Carter's like, we'll get a new head coach. And then for some reason Brian Flores is like, would well, I would have had it, but I quit. I'm like, what? What are you doing, Brian Flores? First of all, can you keep your name out of the offseason? Like, you do weird stuff every offseason. Hey, like, I'm sorry you didn't get the New York Giants job. They hired a different Brian. Here's the thing. <laughs> they got it right. They that, did. That dude won coach of the year or whatever. I don't know what he won. He won something.
2: Well, that team was not picked to go to the playoffs. No. At all. And that's what I'm saying. Like, there's always these teams that you never thought of. They're there at the end. And you're like, wow, look at this. They were not on my radar when you do the early predictions like you just did. Matter of fact, to be honest. To be honest. See, I like that one. <laughs> the Chiefs weren't. Remember? Oh, they, they lost Tyreek Hill. Oh, I, you know, I you remember, remember that? that? Yeah, because
1: Travis Kelsey cut a promo on it today on top of a bus. <laughs> he said, let me take you back, I'll take you back to April 2022. When they said he hit him with the they said. Mm-hmm. When they said we weren't signing the right players and the crowd goes boo When they said we were trading the wrong players, boo. When they said and the whole it's like, you know how WWE yeah, is. Yeah. And then afterwards they hand it off to tra- they hand it off to Patrick Mahomes and he goes <laughs> The crowd's like, What? What's happening? What's, what's going on here? <laughs> those parades are wild
2: i love them i like to watch them especially if it's a team that i like or i'm a fan of just because the 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 whole team just gets loose from the
1: owner on down they're the best oh boy the the gm is it brett veach for the chiefs he grabs the lombardi trophy and he goes in kansas city this is what a rebuilding year looks like. <laughs> oh god! <dang>. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! But see, when you win, you can talk
2: that talk. That's what I want to hear. I don't want to hear the whole, "Yeah, we're just working," you know, head down. Nah, nah, let oh, loose. No. Give me, give me the liquored up, drip talk. That's what I want.
1: Well, and Patty Mahomes, he says, he says, "Uh, hey boys, Jalen Hurts is a dude." He goes on this whole thing. This is not uh, Juju Smith Schuster talking about Bradbury. Yeah. This is not like the and you're like, there's a way that winners do it, and then you end up with like because you're a winner, you can do any weird stuff. Like the story comes out today, Patrick Mahomes wears red underwears for every game because he has superstition. Okay, that's kind of a weird thing to me. Very weird. Yeah, but like being addicted to like red undy boys. Like that's that's not that's super weird. That's not a thing I need to know about. No, but then also. Today, it comes out that Micah Parsons has like a foot fetish, and he's talking about this with interviewers, and he's talking about how specifically he's into toes and stuff. And here's the thing, Micah Parsons, you're not a winner. No. And because you're not a winner, this is even weirder. Super negative. Nobody wants to hear that.
2: <laughs> Nobody. Well, you can't, first of all, if you're an NFL football player right now and you didn't win anything, shut up. Shut up. up. <laughs> it's not about you. No. Nobody cares nobody cares.
1: there's a spotlight right now you cannot be in it and it's definitely not hitting you nah nope and if it's some if some like of that spotlight is coming off adjacently to you I'm looking at you AJ Brown yeah I'm looking at you Jason Kelsey yes dodge that spotlight right now no it's Dip not, out. it's not
2: for me not for you I can't say anything until training camp no nah, don't answer or or until we make a pick or something that's it
1: you remember in the old, like, Nickelodeon Vaughtville days when they'd have the big hook? You <laughs> yeah. know what I'm talking The little yeah. Bo Peep. Yeah. Big hook. Yeah. Pull they, you off the stage. Get, pull you off the stage. Yep. Get out the way. Move. Yep. That's what they were saying. Do you see how many people are at this Kansas City parade? Oh, I can imagine. Millions. What else is there to do? And they canceled school. What <laughs> else is there to do?
2: <laughs> we saw those fans. There's nothing else to do.
1: Isn't there a State Farm commercial where Patrick Mahomes is folding red underwears and putting it in a drawer? It was. That's what I'm saying. That's where they got that from. It's even more creepy now. That's where they got that from. I don't want. (laughs) Don't meet your heroes, number one. Never. If there's anyone that that is like a fan of mine, like there's a friend of the show that's like, oh, you know what? I kind of like Fred. If you go with me to like the salon and you see me get like my nose hairs pulled, I'm done. Like I'm no longer I am as soft and as feeble as you've ever thought a human <laughs> being can be. I squeal. I do this number. I go tsch. I sound like Patrick Mahomes.
2: I hope I never get to that point,
1: Fred. Do, what do you got to do your nose? Yeah, oh my god. No, dude. no,
2: no. I don't need that in my life.
1: I do my nose and my ears. <laughs> I wax them both. Okay, so this is the stuff Micah Parsons tweets about. Dang, I'm in trouble now. Yeah. Wait, I'm a winner. (laughs) Look at me. People like me. Look at me. That Micah Parsons stuff, we were going to talk about that a lot. We got a a very fun guest tomorrow, Rob. Joining us is Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler. What time? time? Running
2: back one of the Los Angeles Chargers. What time is he coming on the program?
1: 5 p.m. On the dot. On the dot. You're telling me at 5 p.m. 5 5-0-1. Five <laughs> at 501 tomorrow. Yes, on, on the sports animal. It's locked in. Two men on. Yes, the sports animal. Yes. 501. Five. You and Van Nunley will be interviewing Austin Eckler. Yes.
2: It's more me. Van will not say anything. <laughs> no.
1: It'll be us both. <laughs> Gonna put him to the side, are you? <laughs> Little back burner boy. Which I don't hate. I will not be on the program tomorrow. Got some stuff going on. You going to ask about it or you're just going to let me leave it out there? No. Go ahead. I thought you were going. I didn't know you were pausing. (laughs) I'll be calling Odessa New Mexico Military Institute. It's an ESPN Plus broadcast. It's also on the NJC AA and uh, I'm very excited about this. Odessa is the number four junior college basketball team in the entire country. They're traveling to Roswell to take on NIMI. Me and Tyler Ortega, you know from the United, yes. will be out there doing the ESPN broadcast. So catch your boys on the TV tomorrow night. Big thank you to ESPN for considering me for the TV side for that. So that's very. There kind. we
2: go. Now I see why you're plucking your hairs. That makes sense.
1: Makes a lot of sense. All
2: right, first of all, I've been plucking. (laughs) I'm steady plucking. You're plucking for your moment on TV. Now it's finally paying off.
1: Also, I'm a wax guy. Okay, I'm not a pluck guy. Plucking hurts. It plucking hurts.
2: Oh, I've never had wax, so I don't know.
1: Oh, wax hurts. Just quickly. But the most for one second. Okay. I got you. From the live chat, a little bit of heat to the Lobos as they took a tough L last night. Seeing a pattern. What's up with our boys? We're seeing a pattern. There ain't no Wobos right now. Nah. Straight La 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 Lobos. We didn't hit 60. We didn't hit 60?
2: Yeah. That's not good. It's
1: not good at all. 25 in the first half? I'm watching the game last night. I go, did they go to quarters? This has got to be the end of the first quarter. Is yeah. It- that looked like the the nineties the Knicks in That's the heat. Right. Yeah. Battling, Alonzo Morning, Charles Oakley, underneath the rim. Let's talk about the Lobos whenever we get back from the live chat. It's not too much information, okay? <laughs> I feel like once you read a certain age, <laughs> it's very important to maintain and I'm a big guy. Like I'm I'm very tall. Yes. I ha- like it is it is appropriate I have to look right i have to and you know me you ever seen me walk around in sweatpants one time never i'm the jam because you can't it, no because i'm not <laughs> physically speaking i don't have what it takes to not try i'm a try hard wax my ears out get my nose right i keep my hair tight this is a talk show host yes. haircut that i yes. have beards always good always good act like too much information you know how terrible i would be if i was terrible super terrible super terrible put a cape on you. terrible duh ask me the number of days in my adult life i left the house without old spice underneath these pits mm. zero can't chance it ain't enough freedom in my world <laughs> i would i would be the guy at the kansas city parade where people are like oh really bro really figure it out
2: they'll be moving
1: they're moving out your way moving yeah yeah, I go to that stuff. Like, I go to like sporting event. Yeah, I don't wear team apparel. You're very aware of this. Yes, I know. Yeah, I put on like a branded cloth or a color that, that like fits. I'm going to this. Uh, we went to the viewing party at the Super Bowl. Red and black flannel. Hey, your boy. Ain't wear, I ain't wear no Chiefs gear. Got that flannel though. Looking strong. What's yeah. Your, what shirt underneath? Yellow two man. short. What's up? Adjacent. Your boy's adjacent. Can you imagine being the star quarterback of your football team at the parade in your city for the Super Bowl that you just won, and you can't get as much drip as the tight end? That's a problem. They had Patrick Mahomes on the back of the celebration bus. That's a problem. They said, Patrick, you're in the back. That's a problem. Traditionally speaking, during February, that's not a good place to put Patrick Mahomes. No. (laughs) He's, He's got a
2: spearhead. He's got to be right in the front, up front. What
1: time is Austin Eckler joining the show tomorrow? 5 p.m. Starting running back, RB1. RB1 of the Los Angeles Chargers. And I want to make sure I understand this correctly. He's coming on the show because you guys met at the Super Bowl, and he likes you. Hey, that's what happens. This is stupid. That's what happens. Why don't we have Donna Kelsey on the show? What's up? Well, because you don't like her. That's why we probably could have had her, too. (laughs) Super did not like her. <laughs> to be fair, Van's not here. Van's not here. <laughs> I'm not saying it. I probably wouldn't have hated her so much if Michael Irvin wasn't asking her stupid questions, and he literally got fired the next day. The next day. See how the karma works? Have we talked about that on air? No,
2: we haven't. We have not. We we touched on it when it broke, but we really haven't gone in depth.
1: Allegedly, he yeah. hired a lady of the night, and then he confused a passerby with the lady <laughs> of the night. Check his glasses. These are the things I heard. Check his glasses. Also, I don't know how you order that. I don't know. Is there an app? I don't understand really how it works. But I well, feel like there should be an image, and you should know the person you're looking for. Well,
2: also, and don't they come to your door? You don't just go down in the lobby and just... Dog, I don't
1: know. I don't know either. Those in the know, the Sports Animal <laughs> Hotline, 505-246-0610. John Traub will join us at 445. The Isotopes put out their promotion schedule today so we're excited to have him on we're going to talk about uh the night you can see fireworks the giveaways they have going on the boys are going to be featured on a thing we gotta hey i'm gonna tease it real heavy right now Uh oh we got a big bobby bonilla promotion coming up that we've created That's gonna be super funny <laughs> we recently set off air like in production this program we're like hey we're going to put more effort into the show proper we're going to try to get away a little bit from like the events and and some of that stuff that does so not this though no we we have to do this yeah this is mandatory sweet 316 april 15th for wwe the friends of the show are in we got a plan bobby Bonilla day we're going to do a thing with the isotopes that's july 1st it'll be within that week whatever we'll figure it out but i am very excited <laughs> to get weird with them Four forty five, john traub five o'clock tomorrow austin eckler more of your boys whenever we get back. It's too much on the sports animal. Big thank you to John Lopez, real estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy, who sponsored the studio. By the way, talked to John today. He's like, "Listen, I'm sorry, I'm so busy. I've sold these houses. I need to come on the show." We said, "Yeah, I haven't been able to make fun of the Steelers in some time." He's very smart, like that. He loves the Steelers. Yeah, he loves the Steelers, but he's not going to come on when they're not the Steelers. Okay, I didn't think about it like yeah. that. Yeah. 6'6 Diner, who had a super successful Valentine's Day yesterday. They had their big $30, two cheeseburgers, two milkshakes. Get your sides. It was one milkshake. But you can go any day of the year, so check they out as they are excellent. Also, I-9 Sports will do an I-9 varsity today. That will be determined at a later time. NFL talk whenever we get back. I want to dive into this Micah Parsons thing a little bit heavier. There are certain things you say with an inside voice. Yes. Micah Parsons said this thing with an outside voice. It's 2 Men On, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Welcome back to 2 Men On, the Sports Animal. Welcome to the Sports Animal Highline, Ben, welcome to the show, brother. How are you?
3: Doing great. I appreciate you guys taking my call.
1: Gonna talk a little Lobos basketball with us, I hope, because uh, it has been a uh, it has been a streak for our boys, and we are not figuring it out.
3: What do you think about that?
1: Oh man, uh,
3: just, I just in general, like like I'm a graduate from UNM, born and raised in Albuquerque, starting fourteen and zero, and then just literally getting D slapped for the last seven games or twelve games is ridiculous.
1: It's. Uh, I had some excuses. I had the, hey, a couple close ones, hey, an overtime one. Last night, to me, I think is the worst basketball game I had seen maybe in two calendar years. I did not understand how there was such a deflation of our squad, Ben. And as I'm watching the game, I'm thinking, do we have to have a Batman and Robin duo with these two guards? Can we just not go with a one-guard set? And it looks to me like we cannot just go with a one-guard set.
3: And I was actually confused by all that, what you're saying. Like, so with, with Mashburn and House playing great, Javante Johnson will have like two points. So right. He, yeah. He did great. But it's just like, what, what, what's going on? The worst thing I've ever seen for Lobos besides losing to Harper and I think 2013. Right. I was working in Hartford, Connecticut. 2012, I want to say, went to a bar. Marquette played Washington. The game went over. That's so two hours before. Uh, two hours. You know what I mean, like so. Nine o'clock here will be like eleven o'clock there. Sure. We we barely beat we barely beat Montana.
1: Whoa.
3: And it, we barely beat Montana. The guy's like, dude. I was like, dude. I'm born and raised in Albuquerque. Was, I'm always going to watch UNM. Barely beat Montana. Marquette was a sixth seed, lost to eleven seed Washington. Mm-hmm. The game after that, I've never seen a smackdown in my life about that. It's just mind-boggling.
1: Yeah, well, I think because the litmus test is a little different nationally on it. Because I, until this program regularly shows dominance specifically over this conference, and I'm not trying to be that guy right now, but the conference is now. We, some...
3: show, we show, we show, we show dominance with, with Dave Bliss, but that went to another whole other yeah. story in Baylor we we ain't going to get to that right we had good dominance with with, with Clayton Shields, Kenny Thomas, Charles Spire Smith, Lamont Long, David Gibson from Sandia. We had some good some good teams. How could you be a basketball program? Say you're a basketball program never ever making it to the Sweet 16.
1: Mm. Well, and you're talking about never ever, but never ever is not very long in the eyes of current fans. Right. Anyone, like the, the guys no, that are no, no, most. No, no. They, high, they, go ahead.
3: They, they made it a 64 tournament in, in 1986. Since 1986, UNM's never won two games. Never. Ever won two games. Ever, ever, ever. So Bob King, Ellenberger. Right. Never won two games. So, like, how can you be considered a basketball school without. I mean, come on, man. Like, win two games in a tournament.
1: Well, I oh man, this is going to sound so bad. I don't even need to say this on our airways. I think New Mexico is considered a cross country school. Ouch! Like I'm, I'm not, Ouch. I'm not trying to be that guy right now. Ouch. But in this conference, with the talent we so got, from
3: St. Louis, saying cross country school, right?
1: <laughs> right,
3: you're from St. Louis,
1: saying cross country school, right? That's the national. I'm talking well, about the national besides, perception. Besides,
3: brother, besides the hill, besides the hill, besides the hill, besides the hill a bunch of Italians,
1: yeah, talking. and the arch, Talking my language. What you guys now.
3: have to offer out there, like Ellie. I mean, I mean, that's our. <laughs> I think our number one
1: export is mayors. There's like 90 <laughs> municipalities out there. But hey, you ain't wrong. I mean, we put some soccer players some places. We had well, there, you, know, you, got, you got you got you got Bradley, Bill, you got Jason
3: Kane, I feel you, bro. I fool you. But saying New Mexico, New Mexico's a flyover state it definitely is definitely the flyover state. I think they missed St. Louis at 1.2 because. All all the barges were going up the Rio, uh, up, the, uh, <laughs> up, the Rio Grande, up the Mississippi River. Yeah. yeah, up the Mississippi River.
1: I mean, we had to get that grain somewhere. So, so, we gotta...
3: Is St. Louis a fireworks day too?
1: I mean, a lot of people would a lot of people would agree with that sentiment. That's for sure. The are t- you from uh, what part of uh, Missouri are you from? East St. Louis, so Illinois metro side.
3: You're, there's no Gary's mile side. Yeah. No way you're from East St. Louis.
1: So Darius Miles was a senior when I was a freshman. Were you the only one? <laughs> so he uh, he could not be touched. My family's from Peoria, dude. Yeah, Pe- Peoria's. Yeah, so Peoria's where our state basketball tournament was all those years.
3: Exactly. Peoria Manual, Frank Williams, yep. D Brown.
1: Ooh, D Brown could go. That 05 team, James mm. Augustine. There were some actually, dudes on. I that.
3: think D Brown actually might have been from uh, near uh, Chicago.
1: Yeah, cause I mean, all those dudes that end up, like, especially that time at the University of Illinois, all those dudes like came relatively locally, which was at the time a little unheard of because Chicago would produce talent, but you didn't necessarily always draw it at Illinois. Those guys would end up at bigger schools.
3: Well, they go to Duke, and somehow that happens. But I actually think there's two. Cities in America that produce the best basketball talent—it's New York and uh, Chicago. Oh, without
1: a doubt. Yeah, I,
3: outside. I actually think Chicago had a pipeline for a while, and for some reason, you can't you can't take like water from from the Mississippi River to like the West, but you can take like pipelines of great basketball players down to Duke.
1: That's a good point. The the thing for Harry
3: Irving, the uh, Okafor. Yeah, Jabari, Jabari Parker.
1: They, so much talent has come out of that city and just pipelined out. But now it's all different now because now those guys end up like Kentucky, and, they, well, and that's all the one and done stuff. You know, that's why some of those coaches that traditionally did so well for so very long they've got out of the game because it is it is no longer a coach's game; it's a paycheck game. College basketball.
3: I, I apologize for saying this, but I, there's a guy from Simeon, and I'm forgetting his name. Named Benny, and there's a documentary on him for the Thirty for Thirty about in the eighties and growing up on the West Side fast South Side of Chicago. How 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 hard it was.
2: That was uh. That was Ben Wilson.
3: Up. Say again.
2: That was Ben Wilson that you're talking about from Simeon.
3: Exactly. Yep. Exactly. That
1: is that the murder? There was like a big murder. Yeah. Case? Yeah.
3: yeah.
1: Yeah. I haven't thought about that in forever. Is this a, hey Ben.
3: It's crazy because dude Benny Wilson Benny Wolf is a beast man. He's a beast. Life got cut short because of like just hanging out with bad people and stuff, man. Like just always understanding your environment and where like where you live and just like who you're hanging out with.
1: Well, that was the problem with. Not the problem, but that was an issue that Darius Miles had for years when he would come back to St. Louis. So he left, got all the money, did his thing. He would come back, his his car would be stolen every time. You know, you would like like if Darius Miles was in town, you knew there was going to be an opportunity to capitalize off his presence. And it was it was just kind of an unfortunate circumstance for so many years. Um, and then obviously the derailment that followed after that. Ben, this was a good call, brother. We got to hit the break, but yeah, no, we're on the same page with Lopez basketball. And we're talking a little bit more about it whenever we get back. I like that a lot. That was great. It brought the heat. Yes, Ben was about it. And but but here's—I have an issue though. Yeah, I have
2: an issue. It's always the looking back. I think that's what hurts a lot of the fans
1: because traditionally they're looking back years. Ben was looking back to the beginning of the <laughs> yeah. season.
2: I'm with Ben. Okay, yeah, the beginning of the season, yes. But all that other stuff, I don't care about.
1: This Lobos team has, I have seen it play. They do not catch a fourteen-point l to Wyoming. You know what it is: depth, lack thereof. Oh, because Dent plays twenty-seven minutes last night, and he only gets four points. There's no depth, man. Was it? If it wasn't twenty-seven, it was thirty. But you get the point I'm trying to make, right? We're talking about KJ Jenkins a little bit. He played almost twenty minutes. He got zero buckets. Traditionally, how many does he play though? That's a good point. That's what I'm talking about.
2: You can't just. Thrust those minutes upon them now and expect any type of uh, feedback that's positive.
1: I know the phone lines are lining up. Let's yeah. see. Let's grab one. Yeah. When we get back, we'll hit some callers. We're going to keep talking Lobos. Obviously, we're going to talk to Mexico State. We're going to talk NFL. This is going to be the program today, brother. I feel it. Tune on. 95.9 FM, AM 610. The Sports Animal. Big thank you to a friend of the show, Ben, who took the time on the Sports Animal Hotline. 505-246-0610. We're taking calls. I'm not always the biggest fan of taking calls. Why we, is that? Why we, is that? All right, we've had this talk. Okay. If I'm on something and the call is on that thing, bring it in. Bring it in. Okay. I want to talk Lobos basketball. Didn't want to talk Lobos basketball. Knocked it out the park. He also wants to take a couple shots in my hometown. <laughs> Bet. Deserved. <laughs> but if I'm trying to talk Lobos, yeah. you, call, you call me about the Cowboys? No. Mm. This ain't the show for you. But, Fred, uh, Tigers playing in his first official PGA event, the, the Los Angeles Open or whatever. And uh, you know what that is? For a different show.
2: So, you're saying it's not about what the caller wants, especially if that's not what we're talking
1: about? Hey, caller blocking out this program? No. <laughs> exactly. So, they wouldn't have the pre show meeting. Not even. <laughs> My favorite one's like the Friday before the Royal Rumble. I'm like, we're giving you all 30 entrants. And people are like, Fred, please, we beg of you. (laughs) AFC West, anything. (laughs) Lobos had some numbers last night that would think they'd be in the mix. They only gave up 70 points. This is an 80-point squad. Easily, easily. 56, scared of the bucket. The game started 11 love ouch after seven minutes 11 two I don't score in the first three possessions timeout new five get them in there now they did go on a little ten a little 10 ripple up run after that right and mm-hmm. I'm like okay the boys are in the mix weird start 16 14. Kind of only a couple minutes left in the half, which I thought was super weird. The The entire thing was off. And then it was like, all right, well, uh, you know, it's a game of streaks. 14-1? Yeah. You're going to tell me that with five minutes left, oh, man. you got me doubled up. I know that's not exactly right, but you get the point. I'm trying to make Lobo fan. This is a super ugly loss. Dog. Wyoming is trash. They're trash. (laughs) And now I know Jalen House who was got the hammy, like he's going through the thing, like I get it.
2: You don't lose like this though. Oh, you don't, man.
1: We only had a seven player rotation. It's not enough. And I recognize that's
2: that's the depth I'm talking about.
1: And I'll I'll be that guy that goes to every other guy that talks about guys. And I'll say, we got the guy who's the best guy at this position, maybe in the country. That's how I feel about Jalen House. Right. And I recognize what it does to your squad if he's not there. But it don't mean the games don't have to be played. And I hate, just like you, seven-man rotations. I kind of hate eight-man rotations. I want a team that can go nine deep. I want a team. Yeah, you, it's got to be nine. It's got to be nine.
2: M- maybe. The most I've seen, like, 11. But that, yeah. that's that's
1: rare. Well, and you got dudes putting it out there. Udezi? Yeah. Had all the rebounds. He get them all. As he, spo- as he should. That's, that's what he's supposed job? to do. Yeah. Battling. Not enough. Also,
2: what I'm saying is. The assist, oh, that's not good.
1: And now you got to go on the road for two. Yeah, it's oh, it's not good. Hey, you get to San Jose on Friday. They're gonna be like, um, who? Because there was a time when you're sitting fourteen and 16 and two, whatever we were, and other teams are like, oh man. The Wobos are the business. Look what they done did. Well, you know they, you know they didn't beat Powerhouses. They, they beat everyone who was in front of them. Right. As, that's the only thing they can do. That's all you could do. Right. And then Wyoming comes town on Valentine's Day plus one, or was yesterday Day? No, yes. Day? Yesterday was breaking hearts.
2: <laughs> they have to win this next game because. This is like a pivotal game. You you're you're on a skid. If you don't stop it now, it could it can go south real uh, quick.
1: You, I mean, do you want to have that bigger picture conversation real too? Real quick. We on CBS Sports every game. This is a destination oh. program for viewing. There's oh. voting for the postseason. People it, are seeing this performance. I'm sorry, I'm yelling. I'm telling you, this
2: game right here is gonna loom large. This loss to a to a team that only was seven and sixteen. Was well, seven and 17? 8 and seventeen. Now, now three and ten in the Mountain West, and got waxed. Not even, not even like a, a close Nevada like game. No,
1: and this puts the boys under too because this is six and seven now in the yeah. West. Yeah, so now you're talking about weird seeds and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. I don't like it. Got to stop the bleeding right now. And that cat last night, um, Maldonado. He can go a little bit. Mm-hmm. That Wyoming kid. Yeah, he can go a little bit. He didn't come out of the game. I know that for a fact. Nope. Played the whole thing. Did he really? Whole thing. Double-double? Yep. So stupid.
2: 20 and 10. Oh, and throwing the five assists, too. It was everything.
1: Oh. You get a dime. You get a dime. <laughs> you get a dime. Mm-hmm. Transition game was not super there for either squad, which really super worries me about the half court. Because you got to be able to score in the half court. You wanna win games, you wanna win tight games, you wanna win games with possessions. And those big streaks, you have to be able to, if you're in the middle of one, extend it. If you're not, you gotta be able to shut one down. Oh man, the all right, so the texture is brutal right now. They're going in. They're going in. Oh, see it. I'm gonna read I'm gonna read verbatim. I'm gonna clean it up. Yeah. The Lobos couldn't suck enough last night. Their effort and want their effort and want to wasn't that what it um, I'm trying to make this clean their effort and want to wasn't what it was in the beginning of the season agreed I haven't seen them dive for loose balls with the same intensity as they showed in the beginning of the season they seem disinterested now here's the thing too about this Wyoming thing Wyoming came to town and they're playing up now the Lobos are a team that Mountain West teams play up to now. This is like when the Yankees are at the top or Notre Dame's at the top. Disagree. Oh, you don't feel that no, way? No, because
2: you know what this is? This is the this is the back dust of, of the back end of the close Nevada losses. This is what this is. Those losses, it looks like it broke the team. Vulnerable. Yeah. It, it took a lot of confidence out. Now we're not looking at that same team. We're losing to teams who've won seven games. Out of twenty four, come on now. Those close losses to Nevada, it it did something to this team in a bad way.
1: Also, this like this conference knows how to scout teams in this conference, and they know what Nevada had done to win a couple games, and they know what the Lobos didn't do, and yeah. then that conversation is going to be held throughout, there and especially you go. in Nevada. I'll be that guy. They're going to call Wyoming. They're going to say, "Do this." Hey, Mm -hmm. we need need them to catch another L. We'll call San Jose State. Do this. Hey, I don't know if you noticed this thing. Look at this thing. There's a collusion amongst that. Also, I don't think it's breaking any rules. That's gamesmanship. The best quote. The best quote from today's Super Bowl parade in Kansas City. I scoured through them all. Okay, Robert? Okay. I have the best takeaway quote the super bowl parade whenever we get back two men on 95.9 fm and am 610 14. we're back on the program effing john trab we got a little held up with our lobo talk fired us up sometimes the first hour be like that but i mean because you guys know i'm a baseball guy if you ask me this is best baseball coverage in the city if you ask me we're always talking about all the positive things are going on in that world. And the Ice Topes today release their two thousand twenty three promotional schedule. Fifteen fireworks nights. Six mariachis games. And what are we doing on the fourth of July, boys. Boys, what are we doing on the fourth of July? We celebrate in First America. July. Third. Third of – <laughs> That's right. John Traum, welcome to the program, friend of the show, GM of your Albuquerque. Uh, why, I do so we, s- why, why do we send these things out to you if you don't read it? I, I have it right here. I was, this is a promo. I was cutting a promo. I was, <laughs> I was prepping. And also, John, I have to come down to a positive level because I've been Wait. so negative on the Lobos. <sighs> well,
0: you know what? I – I, I they. Thank you for talking positive about our promotion. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me you tell you. Know, n- hey, di- they, oh. they have captured the imagination of the sports world in this city again. And, you know, don't jump off the bandwagon here because they've struggled a little bit.
1: I'm not off. I just want this okay. wagon to get back on track. That's where your boy's of course. at. Also, of course. ask yeah. me what I'm doing on April the 8th because anytime you give away a long sleeve T-shirt, you know your boy is there. Modello, especially doing out. Thing too. Oh, is it good?
0: It's Oh yeah, it's um, it's turquoise in color, long oh, sleeve. Already perfect. It's got the beautiful mariachis logo right on the front, and uh, people are gonna love it.
1: What's new this yeah. year, Jay, Jay? What's the new? Oh like-
0: my gosh, <laughs> I don't know, man. We got so many different. We got seventy-five home games, right? You're right. So that's a lot of nights to fill with giveaways and themes and um, special events and all kinds of different things. We have an awesome array of bobbleheads or bobbling items of sorts. So when you look on the calendar and you look at uh, July 1st and you see it's our lowrider night, um, it's going to be a really cool first time we've ever given away a bobblehead of this nature. Oh, uh, right. May And I keep going to these mariachi games. That's only six of our total of our 75, but wow. you know, there's such awesome nights and great themes that we put on that, on Cinco de Mayo, Friday night, May fifth, um, we're going to open the gates at five oh five. Let's go. Home. Um, the the um, the game's going to start seven oh five. But when the gates open, uh, Al Hurricane Junior is going to be having a concert out in the berm for all the fans to just kind of get their Cinco de Mayo groove on. Yeah. And uh, we're giving away an awesome. Jersey to the first three thousand fans in attendance, and then we have post game fireworks on the, you know, uh, because how do you cap that night?
1: Right, it's got to mm-hmm.
0: be the great fireworks show. And Al Hurricane is going to be playing live from the field, accompanying the fireworks show with his music. That was going to be amazing.
1: His concert last year is maybe oh, the yeah. most fun I had at the ballpark all year.
0: Like that, yeah, and you know how to have a good time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we uh, I mean we we ask every year, but it's a super important one to me. Not just you, you but all
0: not play Nintendo on the <laughs> <video> <laughs> wait,
2: wait okay, okay, John, let's can, can we have this compromise? Yes, is there any way okay, It right.
0: April fifteenth, but we're coming home on April eighteenth to start a six game homestand and the first night that Tuesday the eighteenth uh will be our Jackie Robinson oh, there celebration. We go. Let's go
1: on that. You know, a
0: little-known fact, but we're going to make it a well-known fact. Jackie's first-ever professional game, okay, his first-ever game as a minor league baseball player was on April the 18th. So Who it kind of brings on some additional significance. So we're we're excited about it. It's going to be, uh, you know, that's such an important part of not just baseball history but American history, and Jackie is such an iconic um I don't even want to say figure because he's more than a figure, right? Right. He's just, he's just so important. And our, one of our responsibilities as a professional baseball team and as a member of this community is to make sure that we keep the memory of Jackie alive and everything that he and, you know, everybody in that era who was involved with breaking the color barrier, getting our sport you know, as the forefront of American society mm-hmm. at that point. Um, it was just such an important time in our country's history. And, you know, whenever we can celebrate Jackie and his accomplishments and what he means to this country, we're going to do that.
1: Faith and Family Night, you're going to do Juneteenth, which I thought was knocked out of the park last year. Yes. I know Josh Sushan had a big point of that. You guys doing Pride Night again? Is that a, That's a big promotion? Of course. Good. Oh,
0: yeah. I mean, we've, so – these things that we have done and we continue to grow, we're going to continue to do. That's, Unfortunately, we're not home on on June 19th this year. We're home. Um, the schedule's kind of goofy a little bit in June. Right? We only have uh, nine home games total in the month of June. So we're doing Juneteenth on Saturday, June 10th. Uh, with a huge fireworks show and a great uh, Juneteenth celebration, and and uh, you know a lot of that, like I said before, with with the Jackie Robinson night, and you know, a lot of there, there's an educational component to right. it, teaching people why we are celebrating and why we are recognizing uh, these dates in in our country's history. So you know that's incumbent upon us as a as a as just a community partner to let people know what's what, and and uh, so we're excited about that, and you know we've got some great things planned on both of those nights. Also on, um, gosh, so many different theme nights that we have planned throughout the year. And uh, we're hopefully going to be able to do a uh, post-game concert on Faith and Family Night. There we go. Which is is at the end of May. I believe we're going May 28th with that one. So people can look at our um, full promotional calendar on our website, which is abqisotopes.com. We have all the details, all the information um, there are some pre-sale opportunities oh. or so people Ooh. before tickets go on sale to the general public, season ticket holders, flex plan holders. You know, obviously these folks who have these um, types of plans, they have first right to get seats and they have the first ability to get tickets before they go on sale to the general public. The general public will have their f- first opportunity when they go on sale on March the 6th. And we'll have more information about that coming up pretty soon. But, uh, You know, we're inside of seven weeks now. That's Uh, crazy. As as soon as the Super Bowl, am I allowed to say Super Bowl or do I have to say Big Game? As long as
1: you don't uh, do associations of uh, special sponsors, endorsements.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, whatever you want to call it, once it's in the rearview mirror for us, um, spring training starts, pitchers and catchers report, and, you know, hopefully these snowy 30-degree days with 50-mile-an-hour winds kind of get Past us, and we can really focus on good weather ahead and and uh, great baseball. You know, weather to to enjoy uh, seventy five home games by Stoops Baseball this year. Uh,
1: you know, John, because we talk regularly, but uh, we're big fans of Jordan Pacheco. We we love his story. Love him being from here in town. We love what he's doing with the Stoops. With that That's said, right. when you told him he was getting a bobblehead, my man, what was that energy? What was that like?
0: So, uh, in all honesty, it wasn't. I didn't tell him we were doing it. I asked him. I oh! Jordan, because, you know, we're not we, – we want to have their blessing, right, when we do something mm-hmm. like this. And and I didn't want to do it if it was going to be something he wasn't comfortable with. So I called him uh, during the offseason, and I said, Jordan, I said, I just want your initial reaction. I said, uh, what would you think about a Jordan, bobble, Jordan Pacheco bobblehead it's all day at uh, Isotopes Park? And he just laughed, and he said, you know what, he goes – I guess if anybody wants to do a bobblehead of you you look at it as a uh, compliment and and you go with it. So uh he did sign off on it. He gave us his blessing and uh we're moving forward. So first 3000 fans here on Sunday August the um 20th uh we'll get a Jordan bobblehead, a Jordan Pacheco bobblehead. And uh I think that's pretty cool cuz we can celebrate one of our own, somebody local, somebody from here, uh, somebody who has a brilliant future. As a coach at the major league level, and uh, obviously had a great professional baseball playing career, college career, high school career, and somebody we should celebrate. So uh, I'm happy that we're doing that.
1: Now, I noticed here, John, that um, we had pitched very strongly to you a speed dating night where uh, <laughs> anyone could sit down with the boys of two men on for an opportunity yes. to uh, capture our, um, uh, our love. Uh, I noticed that didn't yeah, make whoa, the promotions whoa. calendar. Oh, it's uh, not on there? No, John, it's no. not. I looked twice. Um, that must
0: have been an oversight. Yeah. yeah so I, we're, I, 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 I like, like the bobblehead. We'll see if we can get it going next year. <laughs> I like the
1: bobbleheads way better. <laughs> <laughs> John Traum, you're an absolute dude right now. Pitchers and catchers are reporting as we speak, so you're going to have an idea on who's going to be part of your squad here in a couple weeks, and then, uh, and then obviously all the excitement that surrounds opening day, all the excitement that surrounds the full season, and you boys are ready to go.
0: Well, we will be ready. We will be ready. We need, these ex, we need these six and a half weeks to dot eyes and cross T's and get the grass green and, and finish a few construction projects we have around the ballpark. And we'll be letting you all know about all that kind of stuff as we go along. And I know you guys will be meeting Pedro Lopez on Friday when he comes Love in, the manager. So we're, you know, this is really, we are down the back stretch of the off season. It's an exciting time. A lot of energy around the building. Uh, people are excited. And um, I, 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 you know, it, the Rockies have struggled the last few years, but guys, their player development system, which we are a part of, which we are the top rung of, if you will, mm-hmm. well, there's a lot of excitement for the Rockies system uh, nowadays. And, uh, and those kids are going to be coming through here, some this year, some next year. But uh, I think the fans have a lot of uh, a lot of promising uh, young players to look forward to seeing and getting to that next level, and hopefully getting the Rockies to a point that they're uh, uh, you know competitive year in and year out for a division title and and get into the postseason
1: again. Saturday, May 20th is Women in Sports Night. We know a lot of our friends of the show often talk about exposing their families to individuals that do exceptionally well in the world of sports, specifically females, and that is a night where that is celebrated at the Astros Park. They do it so very well. John, you're the best, brother. Thank you for taking the time with us.
0: Guys, I'm sorry we didn't get... Um, speed dating on the oh, on the schedule. We, you know, sure. there's only so many things we can. Do. We have set you know, if we had 76 home games this That's year, maybe okay. we could have gotten it in there. That's
1: unacceptable, really. The way I say <laughs> it, wow. just just do. We can do the whole I concourse. Know,
0: I, I've spent two minutes with you here. I'm ready to move on. That's oh! all. <laughs>
1: Cut that off. Oh, man. This is how you're making the yearly highlight, Jay. I'm, excuse me, John Traub. I use nicknames on yeah, air. Yeah, like, what am go, I doing? What is that? The friend of the show is like, what? Saying? What do you call me? Jay? No. I was like, what? We will never, never. get any, in on any of never, the promotions. We're not never. Get to anything. <laughs> Stop it. John Traub, you're the best brother.
0: Have a great week, guys. Talk he's, to you later. He's so
1: funny. I can't handle it. Let's leave. Let's come back. Two men on ninety-five point nine FM and AM six ten. D sports animal. Robert, kill this rejoin. This is two. Okay, here's where I'm at. All right,
2: all right, all right. That's that's where we at.
1: Well, I just I'm still I got energy because I was so mad, and then I became okay. so positive with John Traub. Okay. I was so mad about the Lobos, but I became such I'm I'm such a um, I'm like a, I'm at like a a teeter totter of okay. emotion. All right. I don't want to be a teeter-totter of emotion. (laughs) Up and down, up and down? I'm up and down. Okay. I'm down on the Lobos. I'm up on the isotopes. Pitchers and catchers have been reporting since Monday. That used to be a holla freaking day. That used to be the news cycle. That used to be what sports fan would get up for before they got down. There would be conversation about the free agent that's not signed. Mm -hmm. There would be conversation about the fifth starter. There would be Michael Walker (laughs) signed with the Padres. I want to do 30 minutes on it. But here's the problem. What's the problem? The Super Bowl keeps pushing itself back a week, and no one cares about my favorite thing. And you end up with this terrible dichotomy of the Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs and the lowly. Kansas City Royals who are garbage in every single franchise feels this exact way in cities that possess football and cities that don't possess football because of the cell phone that is currently in my hand. You feel like... You're in tune to your team as ever. You feel like you're neighbors with the Dallas Cowboys. I tell you what, you're not, but you feel that way. So when you get so hyped, pumped, excited, then eventually, like always, let down by weirdos like Micah Parsons, who likes feet. By the way, (laughs) this fits my narrative completely. If you're on a podcast, I'm sorry, I'm ranting, Robert. If you're on a podcast and someone asks you what the weirdest thing about you is, you lie. You don't tell them you're into feet. You tell them, well, you know, my problem is I just, uh, you know, I work a little too hard and I just don't have any hobbies. That's what you say. Uh, the weirdest thing about me. Oh, I don't know. I, um, I volunteer at a shelter that I don't talk to anyone about. That's what you say. Yeah. But instead. Dallas Cowboy fan, which rides this emotional roller coaster up and down all these months, they immediately have zero emotion for the Texas Rangers because they never win games. They are no good. They don't care that pitchers and catchers are reporting. And you end up with an unbalance of sports enthusiasm because they can't figure it out. Pitchers and catchers reporting should be a holiday. We have
2: a very short memory span. How so? Last year, we didn't even know if baseball was going to be played at this time. That's a good point. Now, we know and don't care.
1: It's crazy. We were looking up Korean League teams. Yes, we were. I was going to become a fan of the KT Wiz. (laughs) And I did briefly for a moment. And I followed their social media. And it's fire. People forget that. They forget. That quick. There's a new catcher in St. Louis. For the first time in 20 seasons. Wow, crickets, crickets, crickets. I'm telling you, I want to talk about the 10th guy in a bullpen. That's what I want to talk to you about. Cannot do it. Not allowed to do it. No. Football. People don't want to hear about that. Dog, people do not want to hear about that.
2: No, I remember when the Super Bowl was in January. Old man Gibson's here. (laughs) Remember the good old days? When the Super Bowl was in the middle of
1: January, <laughs> now, do you remember the good old days when it was you go to the Royal Rumble, and then the next weekend's the Super Bowl. Super Bowl, that was it. And at Thanksgiving, you had Survivor Series. The weekend after Thanksgiving, it was like set up. Daytona Five Hundred, WrestleMania, like either the, oh, it yeah. was just done a certain way. The, the sequence was
2: correct. That's how I say it. It, it was correct then. So stupid.
1: In an interview with all things covered, Micah Parsons felt the need to tell the world that he was a uh, connoisseur of feet. Micah Parsons, shut up. Don't meet your heroes. Do not Please meet. Please don't. Also, this one, you and I live in a world where we ask questions to people. We interview people. I don't expect honest answers. Not at all. Ever.
2: I expect things that people want to hear. Yeah. He said, I have a foot fetish so fast before the question even
1: marinated. No, and he don't got that personality. He ain't Marshawn Lynch. No. Marshawn Lynch says it. We all go, ha-ha. He says it. We go, what? Because he
2: says it and looks you dead in your eye. Dead in my eye. And he's wondering, what do your feet look like? Duh.
1: (laughs) Those Cole Hans? What? Don't, Don't ask me that, Michael. And also, I have precious... Baby blue eyes. I have beautiful, <laughs> precious, innocent to the world, baby Manfred eyes. I cannot handle that. Do not look into those eyes and tell me that you're into pinky toes. Did you see the video? No. So, no. There's a video? Yeah. So, uh,
2: former NFL cornerback, his name is, um, last name is McFadden. He was the one ask, asking the question. Okay. Michael Parsons, real quick. I have a foot fetish. And he's like, as in feet? Ha, <laughs> ha, and he goes, you like toes? Yeah. You should have saw the look on McFadden's face. He was like, did, did he go? He's
1: like, oh, okay. That's exactly what he said. Did he did with this McFadden cat? Did he go? Is All right, we're back on the program. Thank you for tuning in to two men on on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports animal. I know when Michael Parsons jumped the shark. I talked about it the second this happened. Because the thing is about this thing is if you're in, you have to be all the way in. Okay. Okay. All right. We just had, this is only probably going to resonate with us, we just had a meeting off air talking about the direction of the program, talking about some goals we're setting for the year, talking about some obstacles that we could overcome to get through those. Okay. Okay. Micah Parsons set up his own failures. Micah Parsons decided on his off day he was going to be a TV personality. I'm a guy that has work-life balance, I guess. I just have life. And if you're making all of the monies in a job – whose field is so very competitive. We're not just talking about football. We're talking about everything. Your off days are not in a different career path that's not even adjacent to your career path. I host this talk show. I love it. I'm also the broadcaster for New Mexico Highlands University. That's adjacent. Yes. I'm not waiting tables and by the way, waiting tables, super good job. Yeah,
2: there's nothing wrong with that.
1: Shoot, you can make a ton of money. Meet a lot of people, grow in that career path, get it. You know what else you do if you wait tables? Bartend. Bar back. Be a server. There's a whole career over there. Go get it. My mother has a degree in hospitality. Cater. But with Micah Parsons... Says, I'm going to take some efforts away from football and become a TV star. That's why I knew he wasn't that dude. I knew that second. Wow, That's a good observation. They skip day one. They catch an L. They catch an L up in the ski skip. Coward.
2: I wonder what the Cowboy fans think of this.
1: (laughs) They don't talk about this. They don't want to. No. That's super obvious, though. That's that's a good observation. Cowboys get booted out of the playoffs. Jerry Jones skip his radio show. Okay. You ever known Jerry Jones not to want a microphone in front of his face? Never. Never, never. Never. Good or bad, usually. He don't even put adjectives on it. says it is what it is. I don't want to. Oh, okay. Cool. You know what your boy wants? What's that? I want a team of dudes. Because if I have fandom, if I'm a fan of, you know what, I'm a fan of you, Robert. I like that. I'm a fan of you as well. I'll tell you what, big dog. You know what I want for you? All the success in the world. Yeah. And if I start to see you, because I know you interpersonally, I don't DM you. I text you. Right. If I start to see you getting away from the path a little bit, boy, I'm bringing you back in so quick. You're supposed to. Boy, I'm bringing you back in so Uh-oh. quick.
2: Uh-oh. We got, we got a call. Let oh, me see Somebody's going to be fired up.
1: <laughs> I'll just take a drive You want me to take a drive. Let me see you want to do that? I mean, I'm scared of it. <laughs> I know. Wait a minute. Wait that? a minute. All right. Get it. But that's the thing. Where are the people in Michael Parsons' life that are telling him not to do these things? Keep your focus on the game. Keep your focus on the prize. You're going to sign up with ESPN, do TV. Well, Fred, you know, they're adults. They got to this level with a certain approach. They're up and down and this and that or left or right. No. No, there is a formula to this. And the formula is specifically for the months that you're playing. The formula for this, do it every day. Tuesday's an off day? How about Tuesday's a recovery day? Rob, just give me the name on air. Don't worry about the system. Wayne of the Bruce type. Sports Animal Highline, friend of the show, hey, Wayne. Hey. Wayne, how are you, brother?
4: Good. I wanted to chime in about Micah Parsons doing other activities outside of sports and in regards to being "quote unquote" show business. I mean, isn't Tom Brady getting four and million dollars to broadcast afterwards? And most of these athletes are going into broadcasting afterwards. Like, how is this not helping their career even post? Well, um, oh, they are worried about the NFL brand because, I mean, these... yeah, you're hitting these on the head. Way. Being
1: interviewed, yeah, you're hitting it on the head. They all these guys think they got a brand. All these guys think they're Michael or LeBron, and they have to get their influencer numbers up. But I agree with you, Wayne. I for them personally, this is the move for the team, not the move. I think the difference.
4: I don't, I don't see it as bad though. Like, I mean, if, I mean, if if it's something like I, I rather him be doing that than like bungee jumping or something that's going to affect his well, health. Jason Williams, like, this doesn't affect his health at all. Like, he's not putting himself in danger. Doing other things outside of what he normally does. It's like, I'd rather him be doing that than doing drugs and, and beating up on women. So I, I think he's, at least he's being productive with his time versus doing something that's egregious or unethical. So, I mean, there's way worse things he could be doing that'd be hurting the team. Oh, hard yes. What he's doing right
1: now. Yeah, hard yes. But I mean, that's comparative dismissal, though. Like, that's, there's so many things that aren't as harsh as so many things. I'm in on that. All I'm saying is, I want the mental commitment. I want the emotional commitment if it 's the day off and forty or excuse me fifty two guys of fifty three are in getting treatment at the medical facility, but Micah Parsons is in his home studio that e s p n built for him miss me mm. and also if you think you're I ready for that you branding, that. you have to have a social media team you have to have an advisor you have to yeah, have this thing that you tells go. you not to talk about feet there you go go ahead wayne i'm sorry but i get no i
4: yeah, i I get your point i'm just saying like. We can't always breathe, eat, and sleep what we get paid to do. Right? Good point. I, I know you love your job, you Good love point. your things that you do, with Jason. But I don't think when you go home, you're eating and breathing and doing other things. I don't I mean you talked about playing video games and doing other things. Good point. also a vice. I don't think uh, doing something outside of that uh, is going to affect who you are as your career, or what you do as a person. That's how, just all. That's how just do you
1: How do you feel about the behind doors things though? Because that's where I'm at. Because I think if you want to go home and you want to spend pay-to-play money on Clash of Clans and live that life every night, I'm a fan of yours for doing that. I think once it gets out and guys like me can then adopt an opinion on it, I think that's when you're you're hurting those that surround you. I think.
4: No, I, I think anything can be a distraction to the team, but I, I don't think he's doing anything that's detrimental to, to anybody. I think I mean, even when Michael Jordan was pushing his brand and – Jordan stuff. Nobody was saying, "Well, he's a distraction, and he's not a good athlete, and he's not playing very well." I mean, if if it doesn't affect who he is, and they obviously it didn't with him, and dealing with all these other athletes that use their name as a brand, uh, I don't see it being a detriment. If, if anything, it could. uh Just bring more fans to the team, which is not a bad thing as well
1: either. Well, Wayne's bringing heat on this, too. And you know what, Wayne, you just did? You set up our next segment, which Mm -hmm. I didn't think we were going to do. But let's make this jump. Because today's the first day that Calvin Ridley can ask for reinstatement in the league. Right. And I'm going to tell you right now, his hobby didn't hurt anyone either. So, to me, Mm. there's something about that life. Wayne, appreciate when you take the time, brother. Yes, Wayne. Friend of the show, Wayne. Make sure, Wayne, you're coming to our WWE night, too. Don't act like you're skipping that. You're definitely invited. Wayne always brings the heat. He's excellent. That's the thing, too. Who's Calvin Ridley with now? The Jaguars? Yes. Calvin Ridley can come back today. He got hobbies outside of this thing. Does his parlays hurt anyone? No. No. He catches a little bit trouble for that. That's the same thing I think about Micah Parsons. No, I don't think his TV hurts anyone. I'm telling you, it hurts the fan base because they know you're not in. And if you are in, let's say you are in on it, Micah Parsons. You're in on the TV job. You got to take your licks. You catch an L on the weekend. There you go. You can't have it both ways.
2: You got to take the good with the bad. And usually you're going to get the bad, especially if you're talking about a foot fetish or something like that.
1: Oh, you think he's ever going to one time again in his career line up on the other side of the ball from anyone. And they're going to be talking about feet. <laughs> Maybe happy feet jokes.
2: Oh, it's all type of
1: jokes. Clown shoes jokes, ballerina jokes, other feet-oriented things. I I don't have a I don't yeah. have a foot fetish. This, I don't. This little piggy. Oh, all of that. All, all, of, that. That. all of it. Hey, too bad this uh, field's measured in yards and not feet, not right, feet. Micah? <laughs> That's what you're gonna get forever. Yeah. Guys are going to come out there eating fruit by the foot. (laughs) Mike is like, what's that? He's like, when'd you like to know? It's your favorite thing in the whole world. (laughs) And let's say he hits you. Let's say he puts a lick on you. You'd be like, don't touch my feet. Like, that's what happened immediately. He's got to deal with it. He's got to deal with it forever. They're in. They're in like a positions meeting. They're in a linebackers meeting. He's like, "Hey, I think we should, uh, you know, come out the zone block here, and we should collapse on this on this gap, and I think we might be able to get the runner." And then whoever's coaching the defense is like, "Listen, I'm gonna put my foot down." <laughs> Cowboys coming off the heels of another loss.
2: <laughs> 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 it's gonna happen.
1: <laughs> Sideline reporter Aaron Andrews is like. We're catching up with Micah Parsons, and he toes what this defense is going to do. Knows. Sorry, knows. <laughs> Forever it'll be that yeah. way. So funny. Let's talk about Calvin Ridley a bit when we get back, because he can be reinstated by the NFL. And we just had the first Super Bowl in Arizona with legalized betting in the state. We're about to go to Las Vegas. The Mecca. There's going to be a change in the game. And if he put in that paperwork today, he should be back by 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. E-O-B. two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sportsman. Got the DMs open here on the social media. All right. You ready for one? Let me hear. I just started listening to you guys. I drive from Jefferson and I-25 to 40 and Unzer during rush hour traffic, and you all make it seem bearable. Oh, I like that. Y'all make me laugh, and you have interesting topics. I'm a 54-year-old man, and I've been listening to Sports Talk Radio growing up in Dallas for a very long time. In my opinion, you're a great Sports Talk Radio team. Hey, man, hang that one in the Raptors. Right. The problem is that came right before my Micah Parsons segment, so oh. I, yeah, I don't know. We're going to we're gonna have to see. You got to wait for the three dots. <laughs> it's coming. Congratulations to a friend of the show, Nate who hit our Instagram DM with a photo of he and his partner for the Godsmack concert. So he's the winner of the Godsmack concert. Here's the thing. The photo was of him and a puppy dog. So I don't know if yeah, I don't know if you can take a dog to a concert. <laughs> but um like if he were to show up, okay. Who would say no though? Well, somebody might say, "Sorry, sir, your date looks a little Rough. Oh,
2: man. Remember what I told you about those three dots? He's going to add some
1: more onto it. That was pretty bad. From the live chat, two men on, we are just bearable. (laughs) I'll take it. I will
2: take it because I've heard some other things that we are.
1: (laughs) Do you do that? Do you do the... Like, we make a new T-shirt. It says, On," Bearable. (laughs) (laughs) Not so far from true. (sighs) Calvin Ridley. He can apply to get back into the league today. They have to say yes immediately. If they do anything else, I I, what? This update on Calvin Ridley rejoining the NFL brought to you by FanDuel. Wow. For all your betting and sports needs. thats I mean, that's what this feels like. The only thing that I didn't know about this was that he had to apply
2: for reinstatement. Yeah. I thought it just happened. Mm-hmm. I thought they give you a time frame. Once that
1: time frame is done, you're back in. You got to do paperwork? And as soon as he gets back in, he gets betting odds on the year. So uh, um, 1,100 receiving yards. Yeah, 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 yeah. Five and a half tutties. There's an irony to this thing. Oh, big time. Also, what's up with my boy Jamie Foxx selling out and doing sports betting ads? Jamie Um, Foxx is a top tier Hollywood actor, and he does not need to be in the slums. Okay, talk the talk. I'm I'm just gonna get to it. There's a level. There there we don't know what that check looks like. I'm I'm not saying I don't know. We don't know. Oh, yeah? you going to tell me. If you're... it's good
2: enough to get Jamie Foxx, it's got to be up there. He's not doing it for crumbs. He ain't. No.
1: He and banger after banger yes. after banger. Jamie Foxx need a couple extra bucks. We just talked about this. Go with Jason. Put out an album. If Jamie Foxx. That's too much work.
2: An album? You just said it like you can just do it one day. Uh, let me go make an album today. The way today. that goes right now. <laughs>
1: He just showed up on a Kanye song one time, and they're like, all right, banger. No, no, he
2: didn't show up. He made that song. He made that song.
1: The way he says money is the most iconic way you can say money outside of Rosie Perez from White Men Can't (laughs) Jump. No, I'm in need. (laughs) Like, okay. Yeah, you're in need. Let me help you out, Jamie. Every time Jamie Foxx does something, I go, oh, I want to be part of that thing. Why wasn't it me? Why wasn't it me? Oh, because I don't have his talent.
2: That's what I say all the time.
1: Duh. Like, I, I don't feel that bad. Hey, you, like, you are a very good stand-up comedian. You have been at the best casinos, resorts, venues here in this state. Right. If you are headlining a show at, what's that spot you always kill at in Rio Doso? Oh, end of the mountain gods. You're at the end of the mountain gods. Yes. You are headlining. Right. If Jamie Foxx shows up the night that you're headlining, he says, No, I got this.
2: <laughs> I'll never go back. Don't you an opener. <laughs> opener. <laughs> they bumping you. I I'm the guy who says his
1: name. Yeah. <laughs> but you you super screw it up. Yeah, mess it up. Jaime, yeah. Jaime. Jaime <laughs> Fox <laughs> What's his real name? <laughs> oh gosh. Uh I know this. I do, too. It's on the tip of my tongue. Eric. Eric Bishop. Yeah, Eric Marlon Bishop. Eric Marlon Bishop. And he changed it to Jamie Foxx because when we got into stand-up, no one knew who he was. No, yes. And he thought if he put the name Jamie on there, they'd think it was a lady. Yes. And he would always make the set. Always. On the live chat, Pink Floyd's money is a pretty good way to say money Mm -hmm. okay i agree jamie foxx from that kanye song pink floyd money from the song money and then rosie perez from white Men can't jump Ah,
2: you're leaving out ted dibiase's theme song yeah you you can't leave that out yeah
1: also cuba gooding jr oh yep yeah put that on the list yeah but also Jerry, also Tom Cruise, who who matches Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah. And show me the money. All right, there's a lot of really good ways to say money. Mm-hmm. Really, gotta get back in right now. Hey, 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 hey. hey. Betty does. <laughs> wow.
2: <laughs> Right off the rough, too. Right off the rough one, we get bet he does. I want to see, okay, this is going to sound crazy, but I'm a Chargers fan, but I kind of want to see the Jags and Ridley go to the Super Bowl in Vegas now. That would be the cherry on top of this entire story. Ridley takes Vegas.
1: From the live chat, Shane O'Max entrance music. Here comes the money. Money, 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 money.
2: Oh, you just said the original. The OJs.
1: Melvin Gordon said on winning a ring with the (laughs) Chiefs. Oh, gosh. I'll give you that when we get back. Yes. Quote (laughs) of the century. (laughs) Two men on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We are Powered every single morning by the YMCA Central New Mexico. Our lunches, everyone knows, are with the 6'6 diner. Don't forget, we're on Team I 9. And Van, who's out today, is currently getting strong with Vol's Strong. It's 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Join us tomorrow on the Sports Animal. Austin Eckler, friend of the show, will join us. Talk to him about the Los Angeles Chargers. Talking about being a running back in the NFL. What else you can ask about Rob? Whatever's you ask about Melvin Gordon. I thought we were talking about good running backs. Melvin Gordon plays with the Chiefs. Who knew? He just got there like a week ago, didn't he? (laughs) Melvin Gordon winning a ring with the Chiefs. "Quote: I didn't do stuff. I got carried, baby." You have uh, to say that because we know that. We know that. Mm -hmm. Wayne called earlier. That's what Wayne says in any Battle Royal Fortnite game he plays. He's like, oh, I just got carried here. (laughs) (laughs) Melvin Gordon says, I didn't do stuff. (laughs) I didn't do nothing. How did dude fumble himself into a ring? Man, he's got to be the
2: luckiest guy. I'm trying to think of another player that this happened to. I can't.
1: Tony Banks. I talk about this. Oh, time. Tony Banks. So, Tony Banks. Oh, gosh. He was horrible. He started game one for the Baltimore Ravens in 2000. And they took him right out. They yeah. they said, no, we're going with Trent Dilfer. We know the season's screwed or whatever. You know what this reminds me of? This
2: reminds me of – I'm going I'm to I'm take it back. The the old soul group, the Temptations, are still around. Sure. There's only one member that's been – that's alive that was an original oh, member. Yeah. His name is Otis. And they win like Grammys, and all these new guys come up and accept for all the stuff they did back in the day. You wasn't in the gym shooting with them, man. How do you get the – How do you get the accolades?
1: There's some bands that be like that, though. It's a lot of them. Thin Lizzy, I don't think, has a single member.
2: (laughs) You get these Lifetime Achievement Awards, and these dudes weren't even there. I know Hart doesn't.
1: I don't know. Who else would there be? It's a lot of them. Oh, that super weird one that everyone likes. Um... Guar, GWAR? That's like a brah, brah, like that stuff. (laughs) No one even knows. They're like, oh, okay, cool. I'm trying to, I don't know, Quiet Riot? They don't have any. It's a bunch of them. There's a bunch of them. Bands versus artists is always a fun segment.
2: But Melvin Gordon, though. He's got to be the worst example of this because. One week ago. This dude really just fumbled his career away and stumbled upon a championship. And what I don't like is the picture that he took with a Lombardi trophy and a cigar.
1: You don't do that. You don't get to do that. Dog. They gave him, like, an embroidered number 34 sweatsuit, and they were like, you've been here the whole time. (laughs) It was crazy when he got on the Super Bowl bus during the um, Super Bowl <laughs> parade. You know, he was on top of the bus. Yeah. And he was, like, introducing himself to teammates. Oh, hey. How you doing? <laughs> yeah, welcome. My name's Melvin.
2: <laughs> like, you used to do, we used to play, and you would give us the ball yeah, all the time. Yeah, all the time.
1: You were our guy. Yeah. Hey, when you went to Chargers <laughs> yes. and the Broncos, <laughs> you were really with us the whole way.
2: Oh, it's so funny. He literally practiced Super Bowl week.
1: They signed him to the practice team that week. Right. And also, do you remember those two goal line plays when the Chiefs ran that little in out to the near oh, yeah. side and then they ran that little exact same play to the other side? Mm-hmm. Like, he couldn't even figure out that play. Like, he's not even on the field.
2: Like, I know what play they wasn't going to run. Anything. Give with it him. To yeah. him. Did he cover a kick? Did he do anything? No, he didn't do anything. He was he was on the sidelines with his cell phone.
1: Taking selfies. We here. But luckily for him, Micah Parsons exists, so it's not the dumbest quote of the day. Yeah. <sighs> Melvin Gordon. How are
2: they even able to do
1: that? I don't I don't get that. Hey, you remember when you were a Chargers fan? still am and they drafted melvin gordon out of wisconsin right
2: yep wisconsin he was uh it wasn't he the the leading rusher all time
1: from wisconsin who has a rich history of running backs like like good ones really good ones what was the name of the cat that was with the giants forever tiki barber no, and no, ron dane ron dane he was the other one yeah yeah it was tiki and it was barber and dane yes dane could go so anyways you get melvin gordon and you're like, "Oh, he's the truth. yeah, he's to do something. <laughs> he was not the truth. He was not the truth at all, but he can
2: always say he has that championship.
1: You know there's this huge conspiracy last week on UFOs. There was this is that still happening? Yeah, there's like a gigantic oh, like chemical spill in Ohio. yeah, I've seen that. so there's this huge conspiracy theory in UFOs all of a sudden. And there was this huge conspiracy theory on Bradbury's holding call. Yes. So NFL Films, who puts like 50 cameras at these things, had a camera right on it. And I don't know if you've seen this video yet. But this is the most hold in the history of holds. And I would need to apologize to everyone that I ever questioned it at all. And I don't know if NFL Films, because obviously they're an association with in the NFL. I don't know if they doctored it. I don't know if they took the the <laughs> crust and the, and the crispness of this toast and buttered it up to make it soft. Yeah. But this is a super hold, and I need to apologize to everyone. When I said the NFL made it so that the Chiefs won, that, in fact, was not true. Bradbury was cheating.
2: Oh, he had said he did. That wasn't my issue. My issue was – even if he didn't, he still wouldn't have caught that ball. That ball was way over his head. But yeah, it was a hold.
1: Afterwards he goes, Well, I was you know, I was gonna hold him no matter what. I was just hoping it would get called. <laughs> it's like, why'd you call it? Six o'clock hour, the go to hour. We're gonna have a lot of fun in this one. We're gonna talk a lot of NFL. To me, and by the way, 6 o'clock hour, like our biggest listener hour. I know that because that's when I get the most text. <laughs> <If> you they, <laughs> if you reach come at, in. The Sports Animal Hotline, the Sports Animal in. Text Line. That's when they come in. They're like, when are you doing your mock drafts? Well, I'm not. I would do like a, hey, I tried every sub endorsed by quarterbacks at Subway. I'll give you a review on that. That would be like <laughs> a segment. I need to apologize for the first two hours. I'll do that when I get back. I'm I can not wait to hear this. I'm just very sorry. I can't wait to hear this. What do you want to do? You wanna break on Kadarius Tony punt returns? You wanna do that show instead? You know, Fred, he has sixty five <laughs> yards above expected return in the Super Bowl. There therefore that was a defining
2: <laughs> difference. You got you got no, you gotta give me the miles per hour that he was running. Oh duh.
1: <laughs> That's the one I hate. You know, he was able to turn <laughs> he turned faster than uh, the United States Air Force did on, on, on research balloons. <laughs> okay. Tune it on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports channel. I recognize that the friends of the show come to the show after, like, getting off work. Yeah. Get off work? You, you know what probably happens? This is, a, it's not even probably. I know this happens. Friend of the show goes to work in the morning. And what do they listen to? The Sports Animal, the opening drive, the best coverage, preview, and recap program in the entirety of the world. They get out of their car, they go inside, they work really hard all day long. It's 6 o'clock right now. They get back in the car. What's right there on that dial? The Sports Animal. Leave it right there. Don't touch it. We had an all day of programs, but our lead in is the opening drive. That's the most loyal listener base you're ever gonna find. I promise you. I've seen them. So with that, we were talking about Brian Flores a little bit earlier. Talking about how he was like, I don't want I didn't want the Cardinals job. Brian Flores, you a liar. I don't even know if I believe a single thing about this Miami stuff anymore. Ryan Flores, oh. there are 32 of these jobs Whoa. in the entirety of the world, and you're going to tell me you're better than one to go become the defensive coordinator for the Minnesota what? Robert,
2: yeah. Ryan Flores, yeah. lie. You think so? Dog. Well, I don't look at it that way.
1: <clears throat> I,
2: I look at it as to where he wants to be set up for success and not immediate failure. There's more pressure on him. You and clubs.
1: Am I I in any clubs? Yeah, are you in any clubs? No. Okay, interesting. There's this really exclusive club and only has 32 people in it. Mm -hmm. And they're NFL head coaches. There's only 32 of them in the world. Right. And he said, no, I'm better than that. You ain't. Uh, I don't see
2: it that way. You know what it is? He sees himself as another potential black head coach. But put me in a situation where I can succeed. That's how I look at it. Don't give me the scraps and then say, well, now you're a head coach. Because you're set up for failure. We've seen it over and over again. That's how I look at it. I'd rather not set up myself for failure instead of putting me in a better situation where I could be on a better, you know, a better plane to
1: win, to be successful. Jonathan Gannon is the coach. Had to wait until after. Who? Well, <laughs> defensive coordinator for the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, okay. Who, okay. by the way, didn't bring their defense to the Super Bowl, so that was kind of interesting. Yeah, that was crazy
2: how he got this job after basically probably the worst defensive game
1: they played all year. Uh, oh, did you say all year? I think you meant all time. Time. Okay, thank you. <laughs> time. But then Brian Flores don't get that job. They give it to the dude five minutes after they're able to give it to the dude. And Brian Flores comes out and he says, "Uh, you know, I didn't even want it. Uh, I went with my gut. I wanted to be in Minnesota. And here's the thing. They didn't even offer him the job. Oh, wow. He didn't even catch a formal. He said, no, I didn't want to go to prom with the prom queen. I told her that. Here's the thing. She didn't ask you, dog. Now that makes sense. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. My boy is a liar. No one is saying he was officially offered the job from the Cardinals. Maybe they told him he was a finalist. I don't know. But I'm telling you, this job was held out for old boy, which is fine. That's how the business works. Brian Dable is a better coach than you, Brian Flores. You know, Miami made me lose games. They would give me $100,000. And then the NFL said, well, we don't actually see that on the books anymore. Mm. What are you talking about? No, 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 they would. Would they? Because you lie. Mm. You stay lying. I just don't get it. And also this information comes from this cat Phil Mackey, who I don't know how well you know him. But he, he does like a like a like a Viking centric fan podcast thing. Okay. And it's, I mean, it's got some followers, but they know exactly who their super niche market is, and they're going to say stuff to that market to fire it up about how positive their their squad is. He's also pro the redesign of Barney, so you can tell you how much that guy knows. Uh, if you're not familiar with that. Yeah, leave Barney alone. Barney on. the Dinosaur has been redesigned for PBS. Yeah, leave him. Uh, it's too much. To me too, this is the thing about the Vikings because they got garbage reporters, they got garbage personnel, they got garbage ownership. Everything about the organization is garbage. Their fans are garbage. I don't know any Vikings fans from like, oh, that's a cool guy. I'm. I remember one time bit out. Are you go to Howie's? Right, you go to a Packers Bar. Right, right. We had Howie's, not a sponsor of the show. We had Howie's. Viking fan walks in there loudest dude in there surrounded by Vikings fans saying something wearing an Adrian Peterson jersey with the numbers all faded oh, off Oh man know I get on that hey I'm not one to say anything negative we sat down with a former this didn't make the show we didn't put on the show we sat down with a former Minnesota Vikings quarterback over the weekend or over the past week oh you weren't there you I was weren't. actually
2: I was actually on air on a different uh, program
1: yeah. yeah. So you're doing another set. It's not what it's called on radio. You're doing a spot. <laughs> yeah. I'm interviewing a former Minnesota Vikings quarterback, a first-rounder. Not going to say his name. He's not making the podcast, though. After he gets up, we do our handshakes, walk away. We put it on the social media. There's a photo. You can go find it. Mm-hmm. I say to you without missing me, I go, oh, that dude brainwashed. You did. I That it out there. You did. Drinking <laughs> the Kool-Aid still drinking it you only there 4 years
2: the problem i have with the vikings it's it's not even that that much but it bothers me one of the most recognizable players ever to play in your organization doesn't have his number retired i should never see randy moss's number on anybody else that's a really good point why am i seeing randy moss number on anybody else that's not randy moss as
1: a Minnesota Viking, there's one guy who could wear it. But the Vikings traded for that Hutchinson kid instead. But if they'd have got Thaddeus Moss.
2: <laughs>
1: yes. He put a four on. Yes. This is such a dumb thing. You know, uh, he's a, Yeah, where is Thaddeus Moss currently at? I'm gonna make sure I, got I don't shot. even know if he's on a team. He ain't. He's Beng- not on the team. No, Bengals cut him. Yeah. Miami or Minnesota should sign him. You know how many monsters you you would sell? I just don't. You don't do that. that. That's
2: iconic, not even for the team, but for the league. Get that out of here.
1: If Flores, and by the way, if this thing's not factual, if this Phil Mackey cat and his crap program and his crap fan base – Brian Flores, if he catches one of this, what he needs to come out and say is, hey, I didn't turn down the Arizona Cardinals job. I took this job first. There we go. That's what you got to do. And you got to put that spin on it. You can't. I'm about to sit well, back Well he sure. He still hasn't clarified that the job was even offered to
2: him or. or... He was in the mix. He was in the, he was in the mix, in the but mix. That's, that's, the, that's different. Being in the mix and actually being offered the position.
1: Being in the mix is better than a lot of dudes. They're not in the mix. Yeah. And if at the end you're like, Shh, I was right there in the mix. People are like, heck yeah, you were. Hey, you probably be in the mix next time. Hey, that thing that you're doing currently, do it as well as you can do it. And while you're defensive coordinating or whatever Brian Flores is doing, learn how to schedule buses. Learn how- I know that's like a super simple <laughs> example, but you get yeah. what I'm saying. Learn how to manage meeting rooms. Learn how to communicate with GMs. Mm-hmm. Like get yourself right. None of this. Oh, I turned it down, man. Yeah. Like I'm a big Viking guy. I don't know if you know that. St. Uh, Paul. <laughs> the
2: whole gut feeling thing. That's 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 weird. That that's that's act that actually is weird to me. I had a gut feeling. Yeah, I would have felt better if he would have said what I said. Hey, I want to be set up for success. That team's a mess. Oh, that's the thing. Too. I'm into that. Yeah. Say the, if that's the case, say that instead of the whole gut feeling. That, that's when you have people being like, come on,
1: bro. Come on now. I don't know how popular this podcast is. And By the way, I put a lot of respect on podcasts. I'm not trying to be a dude that's over here like, podcast. Hey, like me as a terrestrial radio guy, dual band, whatever, not trying to flex. Me as a terrestrial radio guy, 95.9 FM, AM 610, D, sports animal. Me as a terrestrial radio guy, I got zero problem with digital media. Digital content to me has so much value. If you're listening to this program right now, 2 men on the sports animal, if you're listening to this, you're probably on your phone. you probably streaming into your car. You probably got an app going. Hey, love you on the signal. Love it. If you on your computer, your desktop, you're listening Spotify, iTunes, wherever are you at? Thank you. It's there forever. Hey, also like and share, subscribe. Yeah, let starts. people know what about up? it. Please. What up? We just put up the death of New Mexico State University yesterday. Put a like on that bad boy. Tell your friends. Sports Center had it today. You know, who had it first. Your boys, right here, breaking the news on Valentine's Day. Rob, you go out last night. You had a, you had a special lady. No, I had two comedy shows. <laughs> that was my lady. Rob recaps his comedy shows last night. Talks a little bit about what's coming up on his agenda. We had a busy couple months coming up. Yeah, right, we dude. do. Yeah, we do. No rest, man. Get back to the grind. No, I literally just went to Cancun. Get back on the grind. I'm back. <laughs> we sat in a production meeting today. I'm like, "All right, boys, we're gonna do ABCDEFG," and you guys are both like, "We are wiped, Fred." <laughs> we were just at the Super Bowl. Van is zooming with us because he doesn't like he's under the weather, right? And we're not going to chance that stuff. And Van's like, I, I'm, I'm actually very
2: ill. I,
1: I have to say this. Van
2: had on the clothing like he was trying to convince us he was
1: sick. He did.
2: <laughs> that was funny. I was like, all right, if we know you' sick. You don't need to wear that. No, you're home.
1: You're home. Yeah. You're chilling. Gray sweats, gray top. Okay, cool. <laughs> We saw him rip the cardboard part off the top of a Kleenex box and then pull out a Kleenex. We're like, what? <laughs> I get theater. I wore my mask in a restaurant. It's a lot longer than I probably needed to. Like, I get it. Put on a show. You know how much pro wrestling I watch? A lot. That's what that was. Yeah. that that That's why it was funny to me. Did you watch The Last of Us on Sunday? Yes, I did. So I didn't watch it on Sunday. I watched it today. Well, I didn't watch it Sunday because...
2: We no, were still, we were Super but I watched it. What was it last a couple of nights ago? So I watched it
1: this week because those things. I wake up at five a.m. Here's like a little weird thing from me. Oh, we're the same. Yeah, I do the same thing because no one's texting me. Yeah, you you can focus. Yeah. Hey, and this one there was like a sign language aspect. We break down the Last of Us whenever we get yeah. back. It's two men on ninety five point nine FM and AM six ten. The Sports Animal. You and I are pretty good friends, huh? Yeah. Full transparency, most of our time spent together professional. It's supposed to be. Yeah, right? <laughs> I'll say that. But we put a lot of work in. We put a lot of time in. But we connect on some things. We were at the Super Bowl last week. So we get into town on a Sunday. We get into town and... We have uh, we got media passes to go to the World Pickleball Championship in Scottsdale, Arizona. I mean, you are kind of like, I mean, what if we just went back and watched The Last of Us at the Airbnb? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm with that. So me, you, and Van are watching The Last of Us last week. HBO series, if you haven't seen it, it's, it's, it's a deal. It's a whole deal. So it's based I, off a of video game? I want to say it's the number one show that's going right now. I think it's the number one show that's going right yeah. now. So we turn it on and there's three of us watching. Now my normal watching habit with The Last of Us is I watch it by myself at five in the morning the Monday following. That's my thing. I wake when I want to watch TV, which is seldom, I wake up super early and I watch it before the world starts. So as we're watching, you and I last week were like, and I don't mean Super Bowl Sunday, the week before. We're like, this is the most booty episode of the show. Horrible. Be, horrible. Boring. Stupid slow i don't like when series do that they
2: every series does that yeah no matter how fire the series is they're gonna have one show that you're gonna look at and like why did y'all even put this in here
1: it makes no sense and i don't know how many total episodes there are in this thing there's nine okay i do know i just looked it up there's nine total episodes in this run it could have had eight like that episode was so bad yeah
2: just drop that one off
1: yeah i mean you were like this thing sucks we're like, talk- I'm, we're like, Van, we're not entertained. And Van's like, it's not about being entertained. Pre-. Like, <laughs> yes, okay. it is. That's the only reason why I'm watching this. <laughs> yeah. I'm over here saying I'm not a specific feeling. Do not gaslight me into thinking that I am. So I was ready to give up on The Last of Us. I was out. I said that to you on the couch. I was like, yeah. oh, dog, we, we four episodes in or whatever it was at that point. And I was like, nah. Tried it. Tried it. I'll catch the spark notes afterwards. So then this Sunday. So I watched it this morning at 5 a.m. Because i had been busy. The Last of Us comes on. This is a banger of an episode. Oh,
2: dude. everything that you were asking for in the last one, you got it. So incredibly good. You got it that, this last episode.
1: Now, there's one gigantic issue, and we're not going to give any spoilers. The antagonist for the last couple episodes because they have to rotate through antagonists because it's like a video game. And what happens in video games? You get a boss fight, and uh, no, the princess is not in this castle. You have to go fight another another Bowser or whatever. Yeah. So the one in this one, she wasn't the one as far as an actor. She wasn't the one as far as a character. Right. She was booty. Well, she gets hers here, and I'm about that. So in this episode, it just it felt... Like, the action part of a video game. Yes. I was like, good. That was perfect. Perfect. Was perfect. That was perfect. And then after the action settles, because you know how I am, I'm all like, I'm sitting on the edge of my couch. I'm like, ooh. I'm like, I'm like doing that little thing where you rub your palms together, you know? And then there's this, like, heartfelt, like, the innocence of children. Mm-hmm. Like, the the one kid is in a tough spot. The other kid, who, by the way, the main characters of this show, there's like a dude who's unstoppable to every obstacle in the world, except he's like partially deaf in one ear because they had to somehow soften him up. And then a kid who does dumb stuff, and I love that. I love when kids are dumb because I know kids, and they are dumb. So these two dumb kids, one of them with the zombie disease, unbeknownst to the other one, then that other one finds out. I was like, don't worry, I can cure the zombie disease. You cannot, dumb kid. And it ends up being such a good balance of like childhood innocence and ignorance right? and how that can just jeopardize the world in a whole. And I think we got to see our main protagonist, Ellie, go from naive, childlike, and innocent to now hardened. I think our girl is about to turn the corner, and I think the series has turned a corner. And if you haven't caught up with The Last of Us yet, now that time. You think I missed on that at all or was that close? No, that was perfect. That was perfect. Cuz there's the, this big climax conflict scene and right before oh. the gal the the gal the main gal she's like doo, 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 <laughs> and they're like they're like and that's what does them in. And she's like running from they're not zombies, I don't know what they are. They're like she's like running from the zombies. She's in by the way, when running from the zombies in an apocalyptic program, there is no safe. There's only safer. Like, you can't, there's not, like, a safe spot running from zombies. So she, like, finds a spot, and then she, like, dumbly doesn't, like, roll up a window behind her. And you're like, oh, I would have rolled that up. I'm a smart adult. <laughs> you're like, oh, that's a dumb kid. This is being done very well.
2: Yes. What I loved about it is once it was over, I was mad. Because oh. I didn't want it to be over. I. That's the type of shows yeah, I love. Yeah, I do.
1: I know exactly what you're talking when about.
2: When those credits come on, and mm-hmm. you're like, man, what? That's it?
1: Oh, I hate that. That's a great feeling, but then it's the worst feeling. The antagonist in this one is like, "Listen, good guys, I'm gonna treat you unfairly and harshly, because I am the truth and I'm the future." By the way, she's changing nothing in her direction as far as like the town that she runs. All this, it's whatever. But she says to this dude, she says, "Listen, I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna kill these kids." Mm-hmm. And the and he's like, "You can't kill kids." She's like, "No." kids die all the time all the time this is the issue yeah this is the apocalypse and and the dude's like oh man he's gonna kill these kids here's the thing one of them kids ends up dead and Mm -hmm. you're like oh this is good foreshadowing yeah this is so very good anyways it's oh man oh yeah you hit that you hit that yeah right you hit that And, like, I'm not trying to spoil the time, but I'm just telling you. Action, packed, and uh, laden. Just out of the blue, too. So good. Yeah. Because it had not been good. Nobody, like, the reason
2: why I like this show, you can't get too close or too invested in a character. No. They're going to be gone. I don't care how great, how wonderful, any other movie or show that you've seen, and you can say, "Uh, we know this person's going to
1: make it to the end, not with this one. You remember when you were a kid, you watched Three's Company? Yes. And they'd be like... A new knock at the door every time, and you knew you would never see that guest again. (laughs) They're like, "Hey, that's perfect." (laughs) And they're like, "They're like, oh, the landlord's super hot daughter is here," and you're like, "You never see her again." The milkman, never see him again. That's what this show is. Show up, never see him again. Also, there's like this fun, campy video game aspect to it, to where like. There's like a heavy, you know, like in pro wrestling, yeah. there's like the guy who's like real skillful and leads the story and he's got like a bodyguard, like a bouncer thing. So the zombies have this, they have like a heavy and it's just ridiculous. And you're like, this is only video game stuff. I'm like, thank you for putting in the show. Thank you for not dumbing it down. Also, I never played the video game. Me neither. I have a, and, and I'm glad I didn't. I went in completely blind. I didn't even know there was a video game. So I was knowing there was a video game. But again, never played it. So I'm in on it. I think it's the best thing going right now on television. I don't know when that other stuff I watched will ever come back. Is that John Cena show coming back? Peacemaker? I doubt it because it's been a little while.
2: It should, but it's been a little while.
1: Oh, wait, there's actually an update. Oh, really? Are you ready for this? November. Oh, really? How many episodes? I don't know. Doesn't say. But I really like that show. It's John Cena. Also November, Survivor Series. What's up? Let's figure that out. We're going to the Big Four this year. Already hit the Royal Rumble. We'll go to WrestleMania. SummerSlam after that. And then, of course, Survivor Series. You want to jump into the world of the NBA when we get back? Let's get it. Some of these trades are paying off. Are they? Well, are they? You don't feel that way? To There's, be
2: honest, I've been so NFL. I haven't even paid attention. There are some dudes
1: with buckets right now. Where I'm like, oh, like that's a weird place to go get buckets. I'll break down the big winners, Robert. You can help me at the trade deadline that came and passed that we didn't pay enough attention to because the NFL is king. It's two men on ninety five point nine FM and AM six ten D Sports Animal. Big NBA trade deadline reactions. Okay, so are we four games since the trade deadline? I believe so. Are right, we four games, and only two teams didn't make trades? First of all, that's crazy. So only two teams didn't make trades. That what? The Bulls and the Cavaliers did not make trades. The Bulls have not won a game since the trade deadline. <laughs> well. What are they doing? <sighs> I got a power ranking, okay? NBA
2: power ranking,
1: and also big winners. I don't know if I, we haven't really talked enough NBA because there's like the winners and losers of this trade deadline. Loser: the the Nets, like super team, like the Brooklyn Nets super team. Oh, yeah, huge loser, big time. Big winner though: the Brooklyn Nets team, <laughs> like they. They back. They're like, thank goodness. Well, and they're going to have money again, and they're going to be able to sign guys, and those guys aren't going to be terrified. Well,
2: we don't know, though, because this is the same front office. It's not like they overturned the front office. They can still mess this up. They can still mess it up. They messed up probably the biggest roster ever. I don't know how you mess it up, but they messed it up. So I don't have a lot of confidence in what they can do with picks and all this other stuff.
1: They can, but they won't. Because what I'm saying is you got so much ammunition there now and all these picks that have come over from different teams and different squads or whatever, you don't necessarily have to finish at the bottom to keep reloading. You can do some things, and with the dudes that have been so publicly attacked. Kevin Durant, who just got traded to the Suns, asked for a trade like six months ago, too. Sure like, did. He wanted out the whole time he'd been there. It might have been eight months, but you know what I'm saying, whenever the season started. The big, big winner of this thing in the power ranking of, of like post-trade teams All right. is the Houston Rockets. Explain that to me, Because they're gonna finish in dead ass last, and they're gonna end up with Wimby. That's ding, hard. ding, ding, ding. What else could it be? Them are the Pistons, right? It's definitely
2: Houston. Hey, although although he would look great
1: in Detroit because they have a good young core. Oh, he'd look great up there. But Houston—that's the number three. That's the market. Yeah, that's where the money at. The NBA there knows what they're doing. Yep. And they got rid of Eric Gordon, finally. Mm-hmm. Everyone ever made more money in the NBA than Eric Gordon without doing a single thing.
2: Jacking up threes.
1: Dog. <laughs> the Rockets were like, all right, we tell you what we're going to do in NBA. Hear us out. We can absorb all these contracts. John Wall's contract? Send it over. Team got worse. Cupboard got filled. Mm-hmm. That's what you need to do. Wimby, we want you. Wimby, we watching. Wimby, Willie, we mean it. <laughs> you know how quick I want to buy a Wimby jersey? Just oh. W E M B Y. Oh. Not Wimby Ambo. I don't care about that. Wimby. Oh,
2: so you want a knockoff jersey. Got it. <laughs> Swap meet jersey. Let's go. Got it. All the NFL all the NFL. All the NBA is doing right now, there's only three stories that they're running. Dallas Mavericks. Should. The Lakers. All right. And they're just waiting for Kevin Durant to get better. Those are the three stories they're running. There's, Nobody else matters in the NBA right
1: now. If we're talking about winning, which we can talk about, Bucks number one. Tell me otherwise. No, they're not they're not talking about the Bucks. What are they on? Like a twelve game winning streak? Middleton has missed what, forty games? Yes. Holiday coming back after what? A dozen? Yep. Just one game back from the Celtics. <laughs> like Hey, trade deadline? Nah. We don't need nothing. No, we got the IR. When Giannis Middleton and Holiday are out there, them boys don't lose. And then you got dudes who have played. Jay Crowder been playing.
2: Oh, yeah, that was a good pickup.
1: That's super good pickup. Real good. Now, I know you love Grayson Allen. Do you need a couple minutes to talk about that? Do you need a couple minutes to put over Grayson Allen? No. They they got two players I don't like. Who's
2: that? Him and uh, what's the other guy? I remember we went to the game and I was like, these two dudes. I cannot remember his name. I got to look him up, but. Here's what I'm saying.
1: Who are you talking? About?
2: I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to. Sh- oh, I cannot stand this guy. Let Who me is find him. him. I got to find him. Bobby Portis. Bobby Portis.
1: You hate Bobby Portis. Oh. I forgot that you hated Bobby
2: Portis. I hate everything from the headband on down. Then they got Grayson Allen. They, what? And you know what? That's not even a
1: team I dislike.
2: I just don't like those two guys.
1: League MVPs Jason Tatum. True or false? False. Oh, I hate that. I think false. Wrong. Man, he's not going to get one. Nope. He's, he is as good as any Celtics has ever been, including the names that you think of when you think of the Celtics, and there are better players on other teams currently. He's never going to get it.
2: You know, un- until they get rid of Brown. Brown can go. They're not going to give it to him like that. Like, they give him his accolades right now, but they don't give him that prime time, what he, sh- what he deserves,
1: because he balls. They're both all NBA level. Yes. They both will never get it because they're together. Yes. What's the old girl's name that announced her presidency run yesterday? The girl from North Carolina. Oh, gosh. I don't, it don't even matter. I'm not. Even, yeah. Don't matter. Yeah. And she's like, well, I know I worked with Donald. But I uh, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to split the vote. That's what happens here. Yeah, vote gets split. Yeah. You think the Suns adding some guy named Kevin Durant's a big deal? Huge. And it's
2: going to pay off immediately. You know, you know what this tells me—that the person that they're saying is going to win MVP is going to get exited in the early rounds like he always does.
1: I want for that.
2: Jokic is just done. That's the guy who's looking at that trade like, come
1: on, man. Come on, y'all. What y'all doing to me? I think Jokic has a better supporting cast than ever. I think Michael Porter Jr. is looking the way I thought he was going to look when he came out. Jamal Murray is a dude. Oh, yeah. Stud. All that don't matter, though. Once KD hits that court with that Suns jersey on, it does not matter. Somebody listening, the one Denver Nuggets fan, is like, <laughs> I miss Bones Highland. <laughs> you don't. You don't miss him. Golden State, I think it's on the come up, but it's just, it's not going to end up. It's, it's not enough. It's not enough. No. And then the Lakers finally were able to undo the disaster that is Russell Westbrook. Still not enough. I
2: read that in order for them to even get into the play-in, they have to win 18 of the last 24 games.
1: <laughs> it's not happening. It, it's an interesting one, right? Because and what it was protected draft picks, right? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Westbrook, to DeAngelo Russell, to Patrick Beverly, Malik Beasley, Damian Jones, Jared Vanderbilt, Thomas Bryant Mo Obama. I guess you got guys that can shoot now. I mean, I guess. Yeah. Obama can space the floor. Cool.
2: He ain't that dude. He
1: ain't that dude. No, I'm trying to put it over. Anthony Davis hates LeBron for some reason, which don't you know, like at this point you should know cannot hate that dude yes you can he can
2: and i'll tell you why Mm -hmm. they won a championship in that bubble with a great team everybody's gone from that team except for ad everybody there's nobody on that roster from that team and you know why them two dudes you know why lebron
1: lebron wiped that team out they're two and a half games back from the plan I guess you put the Sixers in there, and then we assume they make it to the championship and then lose like every other Philadelphia team. Yeah. Okay. That's exactly Let's. what's going to happen. <laughs> NBA season wrapped up right there. How do you feel about the trade deadline and the All-Star game in the same week? Is that is that like too much? That is too much. It, it feels that way, right? Yeah. You,
2: you, you, I believe the trade deadline takes away um, from the All-Star game. The, only this year because there's a lot of stars that's not going to play in it. You needed that time to get people interested in an All-Star game that does not have Seth, Seth, Steph Curry.
1: You and I were talking about Van as well. We were talking about going to the NBA All-Star game. We had a kind of extensive conversation. We were ready to do it. And then we had a moment where we were like, for who? Exactly. Yeah. If everybody that I want to see is
2: not playing, I'm not going to an All-Star game. Denver sat all five starters
1: the other day. You're like, what? I'm not NBA. going to see Buddy Hield. This ain't the business. <laughs> hey, you about right on that. Though. I'm not trying to see Buddy Hield. I don't even want to see him on TV. The only thing I want to see in the NBA is Wimby putting on a Houston Rockets jersey. Because if he ends up in Charlotte, I will be so damn mad. Oh, I can't do that. Because your lottery squads are going to be the Rockets, the Pistons, probably the Hornets. Spurs. I mean what? That's it. That's kinda yeah. maybe the Pacers, I guess. you have to take someone one of those other names out. It has to it's such a big market. It's the number three market now. People, people somebody listen to the show. Friend of the show listen to the show is like it's still yeah. Chicago. It's not. It's, no, not at all. New York, LA, Houston, Houston. Chicago, Phoenix. In that order. Mm-hmm. Fred, what's it matter? And trust me, it matters. A whole lot. Uh, look, at the, look at the money. Yeah. That money talks. When you go into Houston, you go into a game, you go to watch the Rockets, and on that big scoreboard, they're like, let's all do the Wimby Wave. Mm-hmm. Ooh. And People are loving it. But also, you put them in Chicago, which you can't, but I mean – the Wimby City? Okay. Uh that's the old that that
2: But they won't they won't get there. That that Jordan mystique, it's
1: too big. No one should ever go to Chicago. Ever, ever. It's too big. It's too big. If you put him in Charlotte, you put him with like the ball kid, you'd be able to spread the floor out, yeah. do some cool stuff. That jersey would sell like fire. Oh man. And they got a little cool jersey too. So. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Put them in Houston though.
2: Yeah. Put them in H-town. That's a whole. Oh, that's a whole different world.
1: Today's I-9 varsity. Whenever we get back, to the I-9 varsity of ways to save money. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM. I totally blew it on the outro. I've been doing this for years. The sports animal. <laughs> Good program today. Check it, check it out. You know what I'm Today's I-9 varsity is the I-9 varsity of ways to say money. Mm. League Office 280 and I-9sports.com, 505-312-4999. We brought this up because uh, earlier in the program, we were talking about, and if you're not familiar with the I-9 varsity, we take a topic, we pick the, the varsity of that topic. It's not the JV. It's not the B team. It's the varsity of that. Think of Mount Rushmore, but it's got the boys twist on it. So this started because years ago, Kanye West and Jamie Foxx, alongside Hype Williams, which I think a lot of people forget about. Oh, Mister,
2: he was the 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 guy, the go-to for video, right? Mister Video,
1: the the gold digger video, as strong as any video gets. And I don't know old girl's name that's in it. I mean, but I get uh, it. Yeah, boy. So Jamie Foxx opened with, "She take my money, yeah, well I'm in need." And I immediately thought of Rosie Perez from White Men Can't Jump. Yes. We need the money. <laughs> Gosh. So, today's I-9 Varsity, ways to say money. Yeah. Robert, what do you got? I'm going to start with dead presidents.
2: That's a good one. Dead presidents. That's a super that's, good that's one. That's a real good one. Even though all money aren't just dead presidents, but you get the drift. You catch it. I don't think Alexander Hamilton was a president, but you get what we're saying.
1: Mel Brooks famously said, "You're familiar with Mel Brooks?" Yes, made very your, funny. He made legendary. Your, yeah, made your favorite movie, Blazing Saddles. Oh man! Hey, can we watch Blazing Saddles oh, together but, and
2: just do commentary? Okay, but okay, you have to make sure I don't say all the lines because I I watched that and I yeah I'm the type I'll ruin it even though we've seen it yeah
1: I you got to let them say the lines you okay. can't say them. Because I'll, I'll do it. I'll give you a W-word pass, too, if you want it while okay. we're watching it. <laughs> Mel Brooks says one time, money does buy happiness. And I'm pretty healthy right now. <laughs> 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 what are you doing, Mel? That's awesome. you a dude. Oh, gosh. The thing I like a lot, too, about when, like, because I, like, I see your bit. I see where you're going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is there something so very fun about like the perspective of cash mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. Like you can watch all the wolf of wall street like what's the uh robin williams said famously one time uh cocaine is god's way of saying you're making too much money mm-hmm. you're like oh yeah i think i get that one yep all right what do you got uh next i
2: have let me think about this one. Uh, racks, okay. <laughs> racks on racks. There Sp- is. Speaking of, we were in. we were in Phoenix. We were in. I believe we were still in Scottsdale. Oh, this is the best story. <laughs> and I have my backpack. I have a Jordan backpack. Right. Looks like a shoe. Looks like the shoe. Looks like the eleven. The blue and white eleven. The royal blues. Mm-hmm. and I haven't been through my backpack since we came from Royal Rumble. Which was in San Antonio. San Antonio, what, like a week before?
1: Yeah. Yes, correct.
2: Close enough. So uh, uh, something was, I was like, I was digging. I think I was looking for my credentials or badge or something. Pen, who knows? A pen. I was like, what is all this in here? Pull it out. It's a rack of ones. (laughs) So many
1: ones. (laughs) It was
2: I counted them out.
1: You know how many ones. it was? How many ones? 113. That's about right. Because we were the week before in San Antonio, we were enjoying a night out after the Royal Rumble. We went. Actually, no, this was before. Oh, that's right. We just. It was the night we got there. We we were like, hey, tomorrow night we're gonna watch Thirty Men. Yeah. So what we'll do tonight is go see. Balance this out with the ladies. My rack, I traded in for pesos when I went to Cancun. (laughs) Oh, man. Don't do drugs, because if you do drugs, you'll go to prison, and drugs are really expensive in prison. Yes. So there you go. (laughs) This is a dumb good program today. Real good. We're going to talk about your shows coming up. Yeah. Yeah,
2: So actually, I have a show tonight. Uh, Come check out your boy at Bourbon and Boots. Show starts at 8 p.m. I'll be headlining, but there's going to be a competition of all women comics.
1: Is the grill open right now? I might go down and eat. Yes, it is. Right, I'm going to go down under the E Van should be back tomorrow. I'm taking the day off doing an ESPN TV thing or whatever. Should be good. Odessa versus Nemi. Kill it. Final words, brother?
2: Hey, come check me out tonight at Bourbon and Boots. Show starts at 8 p.m.
1: I will put the links out on social media and stuff. Tyler Ortega will be joining me. Good job, everyone. GG. We out.